2: Kickoff of the weekend because it's Thursday. It's laurie and Julia here on My Talk1071 One Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We're also on the My Talk app. The ladies are here and I think that last night had some
1: bulls involved. They were balls. <laughs> they were balls. They were balls. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you know, I was kind of like poo-pooing, like it was no big deal that bowling was started. But Julia, I swear, I've just been in a funk this week because I just wasn't supposed to be here. And even though I haven't thought about where I was supposed to be on any kind of an active basis, I have not made the first Wednesday of bowling in years, because I'm always gone, labored. We know. Yeah, I know. We know. It's, I know. The woman
3: who's left behind to pick up the Well, Julia, to it's pick just, up I, you know what? Pieces. I know how
1: to recharge my little engine to keep going. And you going. always
3: get your vacation requests before me. I, that is true. <laughs> I, I bet know. it's in for next year.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so, anyway, so I just wasn't, you know, I, I usually just start bowling, like, the middle of September, towards the end of September. I've never been the, could, you know, right after, and... I'm telling you, I was giddy walking into the bowling oh. alley. I was so happy. And I bowl at Tuttle's and yeah. Hopkins. And, you know, it. They, first of all, you have to wear a mask inside. Uh-huh. Um, our team and the team we bowled against, and they spaced everybody out. I mean, there's a lane in between you and whoever you're bowling. Oh, right. Okay. okay? So it's super... Super open. You know, most lane, most bowling alleys have, you know, unless it's like Ranham, something little, but like Tuttle's and a lot of them. They're wide they, open spaces. They might have 30 lanes. They uh-huh. might have 26 lanes, you know, so they have the room to space it out. I had my zipper mask on from the play play shop ladies, and uh, once I kind of, you know, lined up my hole with the straw. <laughs> it's the grommet <laughs> hole. These are the best masks. Because all our masks. team decided... That we would just bowl with our masks Okay, on. perfect. Yeah. And actually, for the first two games, I'm convinced that mask helped me bowl pretty good. Was it over one eye? <laughs> no, it wasn't over one eye, but <laughs> so I just was better? bowling really well. We got a cute new guy on our team, Ooh. Ben. Hi, Ben. And, uh, you know, his girlfriend was super fun. And there's only four people per team. Wow. Because they don't want crowding around the table. Sure. And actually, because we have so much room between the lanes it's back to the old way of bowling which was we always stood around sure and talked but in the last few years people pull up a chair because you're playing cards okay you're eating you're not doing any of that down at your thing okay you know we're not even going to be able to play our naked poker cards because of the sticky fingers
3: Oh, that's a shame. Well, but, just think of how exciting it'll be next year.
1: Well, yeah, and so people are 100% just focused on, you know, it was just really, really How fun. good,
3: how well did you do?
1: Uh, you know, I think I ended up uh, bowling, you know, maybe maybe a 140 average, and oh. I left in March with the 132. I'd been dropping, dropping, dropping like a... Donut.
3: So the Hello Kitty ball didn't feel too heavy or oh, anything. Oh, it felt so good. Oh, Lori, yeah. I'm so glad. I was like last night, Holly. LA, I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. You're doing something. Oh,
1: Julia. I know. Like, I was so poo-pooing. Like, I'm like,
3: well, you haven't bowled in a while. Well, it wasn't that long ago, and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, you it know, was. whatever. And I like left, and I'm like, bye, bye, <laughs> bye. No, I, <I'm laughs> Felicia. I mean, you were so quick, cr- and I'm like, ah,
1: yeah, no, this. It is... makes you feel good to do something, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it just was fun, oh. and it was fun to see. Good, you know, uh, at least you know we have like a nine or ten person team so we only uh, i only saw uh you know two friends uh from the bowling team and then the new you know, person the new guy ben 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 is B-E. he listening
3: to tell he has to listen I to, know, you to say his name
1: no i i B-E-N. don't i don't even know but i bonded with his uh fiance over our, our our hot feet protesting being in shoes
3: oh laurie <laughs> Your hot feet and shoes. No, Lori can't. Lori has a hot foot. I have a hot
1: foot. And when you transition, it's
3: overheated all the time. But a lot
1: of people have the hot foot. And I, when you transition from wearing sandals for a a sustained number of weeks into a closed shoe, it's depressing. It's real. uh, My feet just reacted by just having a major. Sweating attack. And mean, I, I knew you keep... had a Frodo foot. Oh, but yeah. But I knew had a, a hot foot too. <laughs> <my> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one and the same. I take <laughs> did get my shoes really? and my socks. My feet were like Stop. they look like they'd been in a sauna. Stop. <laughs> you
3: didn't walk on the bowling court or whatever you call them. No, that, the I just
1: sat down and, 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 and <laughs> You really have a hot foot. You know. do. Anyway, and then, I like what you call it the frodo foot. Yeah, the frodo. Hallie, frodo like potato Flato, <laughs> fluto. Okay, and then the other thing. So I mean the and the bowling, because there's only ten peep or ten teams, so like Tuttle's, and I think all these places that normally have league bowling, they have a, a few lanes for people to just bowl. Oh nice. And there were people just bowling for fun. That's because something- if you go bowling with someone in your bubble, Great, you know, I love
3: I love bowling, but it's so I'm so bad. Yeah, just so bad. But that's
1: kind of a you know a date that you could do, Laura. You know, this is this is a new date. Yeah, because you're not bowling. You are only you know they don't put anybody by you. So it's kind of and then the other business I want to give a shout out for because they are really hurting, and not that a lot of businesses aren't hurting. I mean, some are doing well, but travel agents oh, are still yes. in business. And like, I, I called my friend Sue at value travel today because I'm moving a trip to Mexico in yes. November. Cause I got outvoted uh, to April and like sun country has their, their can, they have their schedule, you know, like through June yes. for booking. So I was able, I want, I'm so glad I had her book that because I would not want to be dealing with this. And also you know, if you're not at a high risk person and mm-hmm. you have someone that you want to travel with, we can't go to Europe. But there's a lot of places in the Caribbean and a travel agent will be able to tell you uh, which
3: ones are open for travel, which ones do you are You need safe? a COVID, right. taste, COVID right.
1: test, like Jamaica, you have to have a COVID test to go there. But there's a lot of places like in the Caribbean where you can get a package deal from a travel agent. And they'll be your guidance, but they're also there because we're going to call Expedia or Kayak. And, and or,
3: you remember when my sister was stuck when COVID first started and yes, she was stuck, stuck. And she had no one to call because right. she did it through a, a third party. A third remember party how we went thing. crazy here? And it's yeah.
1: nothing, you know, to you and it's everything to a travel agent, right. but they're going to be able to guide you. the can, you know, like you can go to Barbados. And so if you were a low risk person. Yep. At being able to travel with someone in a bubble, you are going to be able to take vacations that you probably wouldn't able be able to afford. That's right. Yeah, you, you, it's,
3: you, it's something. The money is going so much further. The travel dollar, yes, as it were.
1: Yes, it is. Because we can go to Antigua. We can go to Aruba. I looked this up at the State Department. Okay. We can go to Barbados, Bermuda, Belize. Uh, we can go to Cambodia and Croatia. We can go to the Dominican Republic, French Polynesia. Jamaica, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Turks and Caicos. Oh, it's sounds Th- heavenly, Lori. But uh, and the Virgin Islands, we can go to. We can go to Rwanda if we want, Julia. Okay. And also, Tanzania, you could go on a safari still, because Tanzania is open to the U.S. Oh, passport.
3: All right. And, and that would probably be a trip you could maybe, if you never could afford, you could afford it this year. Wow, that's
1: what I'm saying. But a yeah. travel agent, because it can be overwhelming yeah. all of this, and there's people thinking that you can't go. But I mean, if you were, you felt safe enough, and you're not at at risk person. Yeah. I mean, the travel agencies, you know, are there, and they are they are trying to keep the doors open. Yeah you know so, that's anyway. a good
3: thanks for reminding everybody about that <sighs> so support All right. bowling
1: alleys and travel agencies this, this is, is, is my call to action like today and remember that tomorrow is September 11th if you yes, can it believe is. it 19 years It'll wow be. yeah mm-hmm. alright listen we come back uh, it's our story we can't get enough of and it involves a friend of ours hang, hang on a sec let me get mad at you it's that time of the week time for it's, it's Matt Belanger Belanger Buff Langer. Is that it? It's, it's Matt, Matt Belanger. Belanger. No. Buck ba- Langer.
0: Wanna try again?
3: It's, it's Matt, Matt Belanger. Belanger.
0: Julia, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's,
3: it's Matt, Matt, Matt
1: Belanger. <sighs>
0: Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger.
1: It's Matt Belanger. Belanger Buff Langer. Langer. Well, hello. How
3: are you ladies
1: today? Well,
3: we're good.
1: We're good. We're glad to be here at the distracting uh, thing of our radio program so we don't have to think about the real news of the world.
0: Yeah, I hear you I hear yeah. you Lori, I heard what you said at the top of the broadcast and you said you're kind of in a funk right yeah. now and I i I hear you loud and clear this is just that extra st- special time, you know, stressful time that we're all feeling and uh yeah I'm I'm there with you yeah you know and I was actually I actually wanted to talk about something because I it was making you know I was dealing with with, with it myself and it made me think about um things in my life. And I kind of, I have a, I have a backstop that I kind of have that kicks into gear myself in my own little world. And I like to stop and take a pause and Mm -hmm. look around and and kind of check myself when I'm feeling out of sorts. And I did that recently. And you know what I remembered or or just maybe um, noticed uh, again was we have these people in our lives who are these unsung heroes, these everyday heroes who we might not consciously realize, but they're really kind of giving us those little bursts of joy to help us through the day. And I want to I want to give a shout out to somebody, um, and she has no clue this is coming. But the security guard named Alice,
1: oh, who yeah. works
0: in the morning at mm-hmm. Hubbard Broadcast, yes, she, you know, patrols our building. She is the most delightful positive person she's always smiling she remembers things about the conversations we have and she I always feel better after having talked with her and so when I was in my slump recently I remembered that and I thought about how she always lifts me up and so tomorrow morning when I see Alice in the hallway. I'm gonna go out of my way to thank her for being there and just and just for being her. And I think and it I don't know. I, I think we all could probably do that a little more in our lives with right. a little grace and kindness just like she's doing. And she probably doesn't even realize she's doing it, but it really has a big impact on me. So way to go, Alice. Yay. Oh, that's
3: nice. That's nice. Um
0: so uh, a little bit of not-so-nice news is you ladies see what happened in Los Angeles County with respect to Halloween. You know, the weather's changing oh, and people yeah. are thinking, oh, yeah, trick-or-treating, we pulled the plug out there. And I just – I don't know that we've heard officially here, uh, you know, what's going to happen trick-or-treating locally. We've talked about it a, a little bit, kind of trying to wrap our minds around, you know, how could it possibly go on considering the situation that we're in. But, uh
3: yeah, I think that I have a lot of people sad if, if – if aren't able to go trick-or-treating well you know? I, I think it can still be done
1: yeah i do too I, it can
3: still be done i mean it's not if you think of how many people come up to your house and they there's not that many at the same time and if parents are out there with their kids i mean i still see this happening you wear a mask you give the kids you know it, it'll be d- interesting to see how it unfolds here
0: locally and obviously uh, uh los angeles is, a, is a, a bigger metro area than than you know you know in parts of our state and so you know and they might be dealing with more severe cases there and so it's it's all it's all different but uh, they already came out and said it's not happening there which got me thinking you know i wonder what's going to happen around here with the kiddos
3: i have noticed i personally have noticed how so many people are being respectful to each other are wearing masks are going like, on like with what their I daily saw, life
1: like when i saw at the bowling rally right. last I mean, night it was you can, if we mm-hmm. wear our masks
3: clean our hands and be respectful and, it, and, life can go on we can have a life right now well, the new I modified mean, life, you know, but it yeah, doesn't it's mean it's a modified. Life it's a very because, modified, but, yeah. but it doesn't mean you can't do anything. And trick or treating happens outdoors. For crying out mm-hmm, loud,
1: that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think it'll so be, be just, up to parents. Yeah, you know, know yeah, and true. the age no of their kids and all that. Exactly. Stuff. Everyone
3: that's wear so you strange. wear. I mean, I see there. I hope that. Yeah, I don't see that. Happening. I don't know how, yeah. how yeah. they well, can ban it. I don't either.
0: That's true. What are they gonna gonna have trick or treating police? I mean, how would that work? Right. I
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Hey, uh, before uh, this wraps up, I wanted to also tell you something that I watched recently and I don't know if either of you have seen this yet. It's pretty new out. It's Robin's Wish. Oh. and it's about um Robin Williams story and uh did you either of you have seen this yet? It's I pretty we we've seen we heard seen, about we it. We saw
1: the trailer, yeah. we saw some of the yeah. interviews. I feel like it just came out like last week and the reviews that I read were that it was a very moving story. All
0: these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener, hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast. Or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is
1: Chris Jenner.
0: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Great. Do you agree with it that? It is.
0: Uh, yes. I, I'll tell you. It is sad. Don't watch it thinking you know, that you're going to not be sad after mm-hmm. it. It is, it is a sad story. But it's also so well put together and and his his widow speaks about i was blown away by the magnitude that she pulls back the curtain and gives us this insight into the struggles that you know he was experiencing him, and she's talking about intimate things at night at their home, you know, and how this um, disease was affecting him. And I'll be honest, I mean, we reported the news obviously when he died, mm-hmm. but I lost track of the details, and 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 that it ended up being the result of Lewy body dementia, yeah, which, which you is don't a, which is a horribly horrible debilitating disease,
1: right? And you don't know that you have it until after you've passed away, but, like, you might feel like you're going crazy because of the symptoms. Yes. Is yeah. that correct?
0: Yes, and the one, and you just, you teed up my next point perfectly, Lori, without even knowing it. We're not even in the same room, and yeah. You <laughs> set me up nicely, it's because the doctor, one of the doctors who speaks during this uh, explains that, you know, it's interesting when you have, like, Parkinson's disease or you have an uncontrollable movement of your body uh, that's related to an illness, everyone's quick to be like, oh, that's the disease. But when it's when it changes your personality and you're hallucinating and you're having big impacts that are kind of changes inside of your mind, mm-hmm. it's people aren't uh. so quick to connect it to the disease, and they just think you're changing and something's weird or up or or, or and, and that often happens with this this Lewy body dementia, which is, which I learned a lot about by watching this. And I just encourage folks to watch it because it also really fills in a lot of the gaps that will happen to Robin Williams. And we all miss him. Right. He was a a
3: funny and
0: such a, such a, such a great performer, you know, and uh, I can't, I can't recommend that um, enough to folks because I I do think it was just a wonderfully well-produced.
1: Yeah. And 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 then that with the Louis body dementia, did people think that Robin Williams was like was drinking again or something? Remember, there were yes, those rumors at the end
3: of his life <laughs> that he went back to treatment right. at Hazelden, right?
0: It- Exactly, there was a lot of confusion and speculation. Uh, on, on mm-hmm. uh, frankly, on behalf of the media, trying to cover this, as the you know the, the facts were few and far between, and right. and some people were bring, drawing their own conclusions. But this movie really connects the dots wow. and walks you through it, and it's done in a very powerful, compelling way that mm-hmm. not only is emotionally. You know uh in for you it's an emotional ride but it's also um educational and that's another right. thing i learned a lot watching this and i think that's that has value is
1: he the most famous person that we know of that has had lewy body dementia i mean because that's kind I of an important think so. thing
3: is does i kept I thinking think that so. ted um turner didn't he just get diagnosed with dementia this is was a different, different. I know, but yeah. I for some reason remember no, Louie I'm Body just, in the I was back just of it.
1: wondering if there's, because you always like to get awareness. If there is truly right. a mm-hmm. famous person that, you know, has suffered from it, that that raises the awareness and possibly research money and, you know, support group, whatever it might be, because mm-hmm. you don't know much about it. You don't hear much about Ted it. Pat Turner has it. I have Louie, Louie body, body dementia. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Oh, wow. So there you go. There you go. Highly recommended for whatever my opinion is worth.
1: There you well, have. Well, it's worth
3: something, <laughs> Matty B. You can watch him on Channel Five Eyewitness News. Thanks, Matt.
1: Love you, ladies. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Listen, we come back. We're talking with one of our favorite authors. She's written uh, best-selling thrillers. Uh, Ruth Ware is joining us. Her latest book, One on One. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we are really delighted. One of our very favorite authors is joining us on the phone, Ruth Ware, best-selling author, is with us. Her latest, greatest book, One on One. Hi, Ruth. Hi, so
3: pleased to be here. Oh, we loved this one. So, Woman in Cabin Ten in the dark, dark woods. Um, Turn of the key. The, of the key. We just had you on for last. This book oh. is so great. One by one. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Can can you give everybody the setup? Yeah, of course. I'd love to. Um... So
2: Basically, the idea is it's another locked room mystery. I do enjoy my locked room mysteries, as regular (laughs) readers will know. And it's set this time in a luxurious ski chalet in the French Alps. And I have two narrators. One is Erin, and she's the chalet hostess. So she's kind of in charge of keeping all the guests comfortable, making sure they're okay. And the other narrator is Liz. And she used to be a secretary at the firm that has taken over the chalet for a corporate retreat. And you quickly discover that the firm has come to this chalet because they've been offered this make-or-break buyout that's going to make some of the millionaires. But they're completely split over whether they should accept it. And it's going to make some of the millionaires, but some of them are totally against the idea. And then people start to disappear in the snow.
1: <laughs> it's just how did you guess the idea is what i want to know i mean was it was it the idea of the avalanche the trip the the tech tech company the tech company what was the kernel i think the kernel was
2: that i'd done novels about romantic love and family and friendships and all the kind of you know toxins and tensions that can build up in those relationships And I realized the one relationship that I've never really tackled is actually the one that most of us spend most of our time with. And that's our colleagues, you know, who can be so brilliant and can be true friends and just, you know, add to our lives in so many ways. Or they can make our lives absolute hell, as anybody who's had a bad boss Mm -hmm. knows. Mm -hmm. It can be a really toxic relationship. So one by one shows both sides. It shows colleagues who have a great working relationship and it shows what happens when really toxic practices are allowed to build up in a firm.
3: And and, and you also the other kind of element is with the um the idea. I loved the tech company's idea. Snoop. Yeah.
2: Oh, Snoop. Oh, I had such fun with that. So I knew right from the beginning that I wanted to set the novel in a ski chalet. And I thought, okay, it's going to have to be a really, like, flashy company who would hire a place like that because, you know, your regular kind of family business doesn't have the resources to do that. So I thought, maybe it could be a hedge fund or some kind of financial, but that's a bit dry. But I thought, okay, I want it to be a dot-com startup. But that meant that I had to invent an app, which turns out to be surprisingly hard because there are a lot of apps out there so i brainstormed and the app that i came up with is this music app that allows you to snoop on what other people are listening to so the idea is you log into it and you can hear whatever anybody else is listening to but in return you have to make your own music listening public
3: that I just thought it was brilliant. So like I could be listening to what by Beyonce is listening to right now. And, or Barbara Streisand. I mean I just it, yeah I just thought it, that was
1: so clever it, it, on top it of everything. Yeah, it, it, it's it really adds, I think, to the whole element of this great crime novel, you know, that piece of it because it I almost I thought, is this a real app? I mean, that's what I first thought when I it started was, reading it. I really it.
3: wish it was. I really hope <laughs> someone reads the novel and decides to make this well, app because I, I, well, I feel like it would be such fun. I was <laughs> thinking you should have trademarked it. I was going crazy because I thought it was like taking Spotify or iTunes to the next level. Yeah. Um, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Ruth Ware, um, international best selling author. Um, her latest book is One by One. You may have read The Girl in Cabin 10. Um, we or, first read Mind Game in, in the Dark, dark, dark Woods. Wood. Wood. I think you've been on yeah. for four of your five books. I think so. And you had me on for my very first novel. Yeah, yes. which was In
2: a Dot, Dot Wood. So I feel like I'm an alumni now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, we feel the same. And it's kind of funny because we have authors on pretty much every week. I still have all your books. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> no. And then I remember reading, I mean, because you started out and you said you like locked in mysteries mm-hmm. because you had Thank the you. thing happening on the ship in the woods, in that old home. Yeah, the girl you know, in Cabin 10, the, yeah. mm-hmm. in, And that concept is is pretty interesting and it's intriguing because you have to, you don't have all these outside things that can happen. I mean, these people in the ski, I, I thought it was Chamonix or wherever whatever, in the French Alps, the yeah. Swiss Alps. And um, there's no other way, I was kind of reading an interview that you said where you have to start with the characters having everything Things can't just fly in and happen, and that must be an interesting way to write. It's really interesting, and it is restrictive, and I feel like as a writer, any kind
2: of, any constraints that you put on your writing sort of force you to get more creative with what you have, but the fact that you only have a very limited cast of characters and they have to do everything means that you really do have time to dig down into those people and find out what makes them tick and why they're there. So I enjoy it as a motif because it means that you get to know everybody in the plot a little bit better than in a regular novel, where they can kind of walk on and then disappear for the rest of the book.
3: Lori figured it out before me. She was at my cabin reading it. Um, Ruth, and I read she, it in a day. She, she so reads good. everything in a day. She drives me crazy. It took me longer, but um, this... It was just, it's such a fun book. So, anyway, you just touched on everyone, you know, if you're being stuck in an avalanche and, you know, all these other things, your phone not working.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that was an interesting part of the storyline is that, you know, after the avalanche, it's how quickly people spiral into panic. And, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that that felt very real. To me that whole that would the-
3: completely be me if i was stuck in an avalanche
1: yeah would be like,
2: oh my God, <laughs>
3: all right go right what dig me out do? first <laughs> i'm not i'm gonna relax now i've got the snow on me no you really would you know ruth we have to ask you um i was reading some more about you know what's been options for film or tv in your books I, and help us out here is something have things already come out that we missed or are things coming out in the future or what's going on with all your your option things They've
2: all either still under option or had the rights bought, um, but nothing has started filming yet. So, and I guess nothing kind of can at the moment, you know, with the whole sort of lockdown situation. So yeah, everything's sort of still in the pipeline, but moving kind of slowly. So we'll see which level gets over the finishing line first. It'd be interesting.
1: Do you think, um, like, for uh, one by one, your latest book, because I could see this um, being either a movie or a limited series, do you you care as the author which way a book might end up on screen?
2: I don't really mind, but I do, I can kind of see some books working better in one format or another. Yeah. Like, my novel The Lion Game was option for a TV series and I completely understand that because it just doesn't have a sort of film shape and you would need quite a lot of episodes to sort of dig down into all the characters and their backstories and so on but I think One by One could make a really good film it's quite self-contained and it would actually be a perfect film for lockdown because, you know, you could just get all the actors on set and then yes. that's it. They don't have
1: to go right. and see anybody. It's <laughs> oh, true. It's they so could. good. Did, was the Lion Game on TV? No. No, it, yeah. it hasn't happened no, yet. It's it has it. okay. for a TV
3: series, but it hasn't happened yet. Okay. So. And, like, didn't Reese Witherspoon's company, The Dark, Dark Woods...
2: Yes, yeah,
3: she's she's attached to the producer to that, so that's still in the pipeline. We're ready for um, all these women, female authors to get their books done. I, like, I know. I mean, because I get them. Besides reading the book, which is so fantastic, I just feel like there are so many great author books that would be wonderful for TV and movies. So, we need to. Clone. And so many brilliant actresses who
2: could bring those characters. Oh to life. yeah, I would love to see them. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's true. And we could, if we, if there's a way to clone David E. Kelly, because he is so good at taking books written by women and being able to do the, 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 the script, you know, so it can That's come to TV. Space, yeah. He did that with Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. He's doing it with some other. Which I mean, was incredible. Yeah, yeah. I would love that series. Right. Oh, wasn't that good. So I want David E. Kelly to be attached with Reese Witherspoon's in the dark, dark wood. Okay, okay, <laughs> I'll
3: put the request in. <laughs> so Ruth, what what great books have you read recently that we should know about?
2: Oh, what have I been reading? I finished, I just finished The Vanishing Half by oh. Brit Bennett, which is
3: beautiful
2: if you haven't read it. It's we love that. It's really Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you liked it too. I just thought it was really lyrical, really beautifully told, really delicate. Um, I'm reading uh, Shari LaPena's The End of Her at the moment, and I'm about three quarters of the way through. So I'm like, I have all these theories. I'm not sure which ones are right. I won't give you any spoilers, but that's great. It's really gripping. Okay. and I just read um, a few weeks ago, Oink and Braithwaite's My Sister the Serial Killer, which is like crime, but really funny. Like really blackly funny. It's kind of very dark. Um, but it's, yeah, it's hilarious and um, really kind of raw. <laughs> okay, what's the name of that book again? My Sister the Serial Killer. Oh, alright. Fun. It's really funny. It's about a nurse who loves her little sister and is just protected her all her life, but her sister, who's incredibly beautiful, keeps kind of accidentally in inverted commas killing the men that she dates. She also oh. says it's like in self defense or something. And after she's killed three men, that's the definition of a serial killer, and that's the point at which her sister has to kind of admit that
3: there is something wrong with her baby oh, That sounds so good, that sounds so good, but really, we want it's really good. Of course everyone to read your book. Are you you have already I'm sure working on the next one? I am, well, I am. I'm trying to, but like
2: lots of people, um the area where I live has been in lockdown all summer. Um we're just sort of starting to come out of it now, but my kids were off, so we were homeschooling Oh all yeah, year since March. So basically, what with that and endlessly scrolling through Twitter, I basically (laughs) didn't have any time to write anything. So I would normally be kind of a really significant way through a book by now and i'm just not we're so in the middle I of a pandemic we're going to
3: give you a break right <laughs> exactly like we're in the middle of it please don't shout at me no kidding Ruth. <laughs> thanks for calling us we just um love you ruth where her new book is one by one people are just going to want to devour it it's so delicious mm-hmm. we just love talking to you. congratulations on everything and we'll look forward to talking oh. to you soon Thank you so much for having me on. It was such a pleasure to talk to your
1: listeners. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Ruth. All right, listen, we come back, we have a certain uh, TV show that must be discussed that happened last night.
3: And this, but when she went into that singing, who is that? They sing so badly. It's the Spice Girls. I know it's the Spice Girls, but I never heard that You've never actually listened to the song? No, No, that's what you're saying. That's what she's saying. I know, tell me what you want. I know all that, but... Wow. Yes. Okay, that's
1: that. I had the CD in my car because of the girl. That was you did. one of her favorites. She
3: was of the age, yes. that boy bands and the girl bands, when oh, she yeah. was the teenager. Yeah. We just hung up with Ruth Ware. We don't have any books to give away. Sorry, people, but she's just delightful.
1: Oh, that book is good.
3: Oh, you guys, one by
1: one. It's a great book. Yeah. All right. In our beloved trade paperback. Oh, I'm so
3: grateful. We really
1: do love a book that comes out in a trade it's paperback. It's so much
3: easier on your wrists, on your tennis <laughs> and golf elbows That's when you're right. reading it, when you're holding the it. The price. The yes. price. You can bend the cover this yes. way and then that Yay. way. It's a great book. That I, I loved that one. Yeah, that was really, right.
1: really good. So uh, last night, the highest rated cable show of the summer had part two of the reunion, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It has been the highest rated. Denise Richards has fueled the storyline. We had part two of the reunion happen last night. The Zoom extravaganza. It was, it didn't get epic till the end, but uh, I will just say this, if you have time to debate Denise Richards uh, leaving Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which was uh, confirmed by Variety Day, you you can register and figure out how to vote. That's what I just say, because there was so much chatter about, you know, Team Denise, Team Brandy, Team this. all oh, like, last night? All these, just all day. I mean, just everything. You know, people love to talk about the housewives. They and, do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they really do, Julia. And uh, no surprise, uh, Denise is leaving the Real Housewives after two seasons. She was
3: such a joy last year, and this year just stunk.
1: No, she didn't stink. She didn't stink. stink.
3: It, was, it was just the story stunk.
1: Brandy, yeah. who was on Andy Cohen after the reunion with even more lip filler than the last time I saw her on TV, which wow. was whenever mm-hmm. she... She is so full of crap. She told Us Weekly in a new interview that's just uh, online that she could have used Denise's story, her story about Denise in Denise's first season Except by her own words, she said that this happened in 2019, not 2018. So she's such a liar, she can't even keep she her story keep straight. She can't keep her date straight. And she told Andy last night, she slipped on What Happens Live, and they were talking about, because there's this gal named Ziwa. Ziwe. Ziwe. She's an Instagram. I am her. her. Her facial expressions, because she's a Housewives fan. But... um when they were talking about how Teddy leaned across the table and said, you know, uh, Denise, why didn't you tell us that you and Brandy, you know, like had a love thing. Um, Brandy admits last night to Andy. Well, yeah, I filmed all my things after everything was over. I taped that after Rome was over. So the bedroom scene of Brandy and her sister, Kim, Telling Kyle and Teddy about it happened this. Happened after? They taped it after Rome. Oh, that's just
3: ridiculous. Hmm.
1: The story, she admitted it yeah, herself. And down. she admits to she's us down. weekly she could have busted Denise in season one. But by her own words, she said this thing just happened last fall. That's dumb. So so it was originally said off camera. And Andy is just as much of a shady we know stir, that stir the potter because they had them go back and recreate all that. That's why that episode felt so fake. Remember, Kim yes. came in yep. and Brandy was out in the car. Oh, Brandy's just happened to be nice. out in the car. That was filmed after Rome, and that was from Glandy's mouth last night. I watch what happened. I like it. it, Glandy. Yeah. Glandy, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I I can see why Denise Richards had enough.
3: Yeah, I would agree, especially be- when now I know how manufactured it is. I've ha- I've had enough. Yeah, I that mean, bothers me a lot to know that they went back and just made up a manufactured story to make it work. Yeah, that's
1: that's not how the housewives are supposed to play
3: this game, Lori.
1: And then Brandy Glanville uh, does a little bit more with Andy last night and says he asked her, "Have you heard from anyone of support?" And he she said, "Yeah, I got a direct message from Heather Lockley that didn't say anything, but it was full of emojis." And then she lets it drop. Well, Heather Locklear also got a cease and desist from Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Oh, because of Richie Sambora? Mm. Yes. Mm. Which was how long ago? Quite a while ago. Like Quite a at while least ago. ten
3: years. Okay, and then Because they were lived in the same neighborhood. So after Heather Locklear broke up with Richie Sambora, he started dating Denise Richards. That's right. Because they were neighbors.
1: Right. And so and and, and Andy goes, Well, what did, she, what did she say? And she just said, I had a cease and desist, and then it was a bunch of emojis. So, I mean, it, it means nothing. It means absolutely it means nothing, nothing. But it does, yeah. Denise and Richie Sambora. good gossip memory there, Holly. So, anyway, uh, no word on, you know, all the housewives have been quiet. Kyle with her tragic dynasty styling, she hasn't tweeted. Lisa Rinna is just dancing on Insta, but not tweeting at all because th- those girls were mean. Yeah, they were. And Erica was mean. I want them to fire Teddy and give Sutton a damn diamond. And I hope Garcelle doesn't leave. Mm-hmm. But um, she's already seen. She's got seen. two
3: big shows coming up, lined up. She's got two big gigs lined up. She's she, on the talk. Yeah. And then she's got a TV show or something. She might not. She might not want, she to, might not want to
1: do it. Plus, all the lady, other it's housewives. There's good exposure for her, though. They've all been, um, they all, you know, say they. you got to watch out season two when you can become the story, object of a storyline. Which yeah. happened to Denise and Holly posted the trailer for the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Which does that look good? Oh, does it ever, Julia? You got to look at the trailer. I mean, when 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 you see Real Housewives of Salt Lake City swinging on stripper poles and living large luxe lives, knocking back boobs, uh, booze, and flashing under boob in the trailer, yeah. You're,
3: you're These are no up. angels. This is, is going to be your continuation
1: of Live Island. That's right. That's <laughs> right. It doesn't start until November 11th, but oh, it we've looked got time. good. It looked good, I'm telling you. Ski good. chalet, stripper poles, thigh-high boots. Some serious money. Mm-hmm. Some serious money, and only two Mormons, mm-hmm. so it wasn't going to be an all-Mormon cast. I don't know how they, you know, it that marie osmond she would have been an amazing Oh, she would have oh. i would have loved her housewives but uh anyway so everyone was very surprised last year when andy cohen said the next version of the Housewives. yeah so salt lake city it it doesn't seem but apparently there is there's some money and there's some um seriously uh wealthy women who are ready for their lives to be exposed and pedal side businesses
3: Jeez. Well I can't say I feel like Beverly Hills ended not a minute too soon.
1: Oh no, there's reunion part three next week. Oh no. We'll <laughs> get into the cease and desist. Oh, oh. yeah. And okay. fashion retailer Century Twenty One is filing for bankruptcy and closing all their stores. That oh means, Forever right. no, Twenty One? That means Century um, Twenty New York. Oh, Sonia Morgan's. Sonia Morgan's folding line. I'm it's the, a East Coast, let me tell you, people.
2: The South Dakota Stories, Volume Three.